cold England. Burr! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's cold today and cold in our house. Why is it cold? Because we've run out of wood. And our heaters don't really work. Anyways, this is Follow the Pharynx, a blog where you listen to Micah and Steph talk about our lives. And whatever else strikes our fancy. Whatever else. Today's episode is called Going Anyways. To start us off, Bits oh, and Bobs. What? I read Bits and Bobs. Oh, okay, okay. Bits and Bobs. <laughs> Word of the week. Lush. It holds the same meaning as it does in the U.S., but it's used much more often here and not just about vegetation. So someone might say, wow, this coffee is lush. Uh, recipe of the week. My dad's favorite granola. My dad's favorite Steph's granola. dad's favorite granola. And also. her favorite granola. Mm -hmm. uh, current read, Two Nights in Lisbon by... Uh, I don't know how to say the guy's last name. Chris Pavoni? Pavone? Here's Not what sure. I'll say about that book. I think Grace recommended it. Grace, it's a good it's a good shout. However, I think I don't know if Chris is a guy or girl, but I think he doesn't understand women if it's a guy. And also <laughs> I think Who does? <laughs> I also think that it's a little bit too feminist ragey for me. Like, I think all the topics he's talking about are important. I just wish that his way of writing about them was a tiny bit more subtle. What does feminist ragey mean? Just like, I don't know, the book comes across as like so angry about, oh. and, and it's like very like in your face in a way, and I kind of like when like topics that I think are important to talk about are delivered more subtly in fiction. Does that make sense? Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, don't read that. I'm going to update that to what our latest typo is today. Okay. Wildlife spotted. Uh, well, you can say what the latest typo is today, though. Well, today we took a nice walk up our woods. Um, it'll be the last time we, we get to do that before we move out of this place. Uh, it was a really beautiful day today, but it was kind of raining on and off. But we saw lots of birds, um, a pack of, of good dogs, sheep, pheasants, uh, saw a nice horse today. Mm. Um, so. And what wildlife did we see on Thursday night? Oh my goodness, we were leaving the university uh, late in the evening, like at night, and there was a badger just like rooting through some leaves. And uh, he did not seem to care about us at all. We, we walked like probably within, I don't know, 40, 50 feet of him. Mm. And he was quite quite large, quite plump. Um, he was so fluffy. I don't know if he's fluffy or just fat. But both. I think he was both. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden I heard this like scuffling of leaves behind me. And I was like, <clears throat> my God, I heard, you know, expecting it to be a squirrel or something. But it was a big old fluffy fat badger. Yeah, if you haven't, uh, if, you, if you've never seen one, do yourself a favor and look up European badger they are very cute no google search uh google search european badger versus american badger yeah that's tr that's funny too we want to see the comparison of <laughs> how grotesque the american one is 
Anyways, all right, going anyways. Did you know that Micah and I had never visited the UK before we moved here? Or that I had never had a poetry lesson other than grade school basics before I started writing? Or that Micah had never studied an ounce of archaeology or anything even remotely related before he chose to pursue a master's? Some may call this wildly foolish behavior. It probably is, to be fair. But aren't we all just fools dressed in self-confidence anyways? Snaps. Micah gave me snaps for that one. <laughs> Alright. At some point in each year, usually January, I set a mantra for the, mo- for the months to come. Not the months to come. The months to come. A phrase to live by, a word of wisdom from me to me. For the past couple years, it's been the same. Nothing is urgent. I still need to say this to myself a lot, but I think I've learned how to be slow and steady more than rush and pressure cooked since I started repeating that mantra in 2022. It's taken me some time this year to figure out what self-talk phrase I really need to hear constantly in this season, but I finally figured it out. It's go anyways. There's definitely a fear factor in going into the unknown, (coughs) but I think the fear is less about being afraid and more about liking my comfort, my control, my, quote, I know I'm good at this, so I'll stay right here, thanks, mentality, and most of all, the pressure I feel when I'm faced with something out of my depth. What if I can't succeed? What if I disappoint them? What if it doesn't work? But, go anyways has me swiping left. Is that what the kids say? Is it swipe left or swipe right? Are you getting rid of them? or Getting rid of. Yeah, left, I think. Right. But go anyways has me swiping left, as the kids say, on those anxious thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? I don't know. I'm not a kid. All right. <laughs> it has me walking out of therapy and social work career for now and into business management and barista-ing. That's not a word I did check. It has me paying a friend to edit my poetry book, researching publishers and open submission periods, living in a cottage in the middle of nowhere, England, driving on the wrong side of the road, dot, dot, dot. Go anyways sees me embracing the I don't know answer to the question, what country will I live in this fall? And fake smiling through the second unpredicted full day of rain we had again this week. It's funny how one yes to an unknown can snowball. I thought I was just moving to a new country. Turns out I'm going anyways to all sorts of places this year. My 2024 is a clumsy retelling of Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. Some of the things I've said yes to admittedly weren't by choice, but I'm going. And to be honest, going anyways has been way more lush than I gave it credit for. Picture my last Saturday, for example. Omelette breakfast. Oh, it was so good. (laughs) It was so good. I'm still thinking about it. Tell them what was in the omelette that I made. It was mushrooms and bacon and feta cheese and um, I think onions and tomato. Right? Or did we have tomato? No, tomato. no tomato. Peppers. Peppers. That's and what it was. cheddar cheese. Oh my Aged god. Aged white cheddar. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm. Okay, where was I? Uh, omelette breakfast. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Going anyways has been way more lush than I gave it credit for. Picture my last Saturday, for example, omelet breakfast, 10 out of 10, wood burner going strong, several mocha pots finished off, short list of publishers on my lap, 
Rain plunking on the roof, head resting on the top of the sofa and dreaming, daydreaming about what if and a good day. Go anyways is lush when I can get out of my anxious what if in a bad way mindset. Anyone who has tips on getting in the good way mindset more often, please hit me up. I've also been saying go anyways to my instincts to stay at home. Is it just me or do COVID stay at home times leave a residue of social anxiety on anyone else? I've seen it spike with teens and emerging adults, but no one's talking about the full-fledged adults like me who came out of the other side feeling less inclined to make new friends, go to parties, or try a new haircut for fear of what strangers would think. Do you feel that way from COVID? I think COVID changed me in that way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Overthinking my outfits when I go to coffee dates, thinking up topics of conversation in advance, planning escape excuses if it's awkward. I didn't used to be like this, people. Hidden Acres Camp T3 days, if you know, you know. Had me staying for over a month rather than the expected two weeks, up until 3 a.m. in the FLC lobby playing Uno nearly every night. Those days made me a believer that I was born with FOMO in my veins. For my mom, FOMO means fear of missing out. (laughs) (laughs) See in dictionary, Patrick Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so true. Um, any of my high school friends reading will remember me as the one who hosted every after football game bonfire, every youth group party, every movie night. My mom had a no knock policy because she grew tired of answering the door so often. We had a my kitchen is your kitchen policy too. (laughs) Isn't a no knock policy like when they break down your door? (laughs) Like the cops? I don't know. Some of my friends did that. Uh, we had a my kitchen is your kitchen policy too. Oreos, vegetables, pizza pockets, fruit, always stocked. Thank you, mom and dad. Folks stayed for dinner unexpectedly on a weekly basis, and my parents chauffeured far more than they had time for. You get the picture. Part of my fear to go anyway socially has to do with how I have changed. I like who I have become in my late 20s, but... I have always been a certain type of person, and I wonder if people will like the new me, and what if they don't? Well, I guess I'm going anyways, and if I'm not liked because I'm barefoot and braless more often these days, maybe that's okay. Easier said than done for someone who is trying to make new friends, and being liked is a key factor in that endeavor. Maybe going anyways will teach me that the things I think are so outlandish about my changing self are actually not really things anyone cares about at all. In conclusion, I scheduled a haircut for next Monday. And that's it. Thanks for sticking with us. See you next time, That folks. was so short. Sticking with us would be if we did like a 30-minute podcast. Well, this that's true. This one literally was, was a little shorter. Why don't yeah. you give some comments? Hmm? Oh. Give, I, some Ferenic, wow. give them some hmm. Ferenic, um, Ferenic commentary because I talked to I don't know if you want me to start just rambling. I might, Go ahead. I might say nonsense. Go ahead. I don't know what I. I wouldn't even know what to say. Um, what to say? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is like when you have to give a presentation that you haven't prepared at all for. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> well, you see. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Um, Go anyways.
Mike, if you were going to write a blog post with your sage advice, what, what one word of wisdom would you give people? Uh, uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. What's that mean? Uh, I don't honestly know, but that's a famous saying. I've always interpreted it as um, if you have something like concrete in front of you, it's, it means there's probably more of it somewhere. I don't know if it... Oh, actually, apparently it means it's better to be content <laughs> with what you have than risk losing everything by seeking to get more. What did you think it meant? I thought it meant like, <laughs> like there's more where that came from. <laughs> like a bird in my hand, there's probably two in the bush. If I got a bird, if I got one bird, I can get more. Is what you thought it meant? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, so, don't listen to me. I guess probably, you grew up. You grew up just <coughs> always getting more candy when you asked for it, or what? No, no, just that's what it sounds like when you read that. I don't know. Oh, guys, I should say, too, Steph made some uh, some raspberry and strawberry, um, what would you call it, a compote, maybe? Yeah. S syrup for, for pancakes today, and oh, my goodness. It was just divine. It was so good. It was really good. It was really good. I've been uh. trying not to buy fruit out of season. So we had frozen raspberries, but we proved and we got some strawberries, and they were really good. All right. All right, that's enough of us. We're just rambling. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye.